Our guest analyst this afternoon, Brad Paulson, president of Northern Crops Marketing and Investments. Brad, supply-demand report out today. It looked like it was, wasn't was really friendly and it wasn't really uh, bearish either. So kind of a neutral report the way it looked to me. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, not much uh, re- reaction to it, that's for sure. Uh, we did see them increase corn ending stocks, 25 million bushels. Uh, they lowered exports, or excuse me, lowered ethanol uh, demand there a little bit for 25 million bushels. They still keep the same optimistic exports on corn, but we're still well behind the year goes pace and well behind their projections, so that might have to be addressed in reports down the road. They did increase soybeans 15.15 million bushels to 225 on lower crush, and they basically left wheat the same. Uh, they left uh, Brazil's numbers the same. They did lower Argentina's crops, both corn and beans, but that was widely anticipated. And uh, they did increase the world wheat stocks a little bit with Australia's huge crop of 38 million tons there. Sure. What's next on the list then for those guys? Uh, I think, uh, you know, we'll have to see how the uh, Brazilian harvest is moving right along, especially up in Mato Grosso. And there is still more rains forecasted for Argentina. So I think we'll probably, you know, sideways chop here for a while until uh, something bigger happens. Uh, There is a fair amount of beans on the books sold to China, too, that have not been shipped yet, which could be or could be maybe canceled down the road, too, as they've been buying aggressively beans uh, from Brazil for that March, April, May shipment. So we'll have to see what what goes on forward here. Otherwise, again, it looks like we're kind of in a range-bound trade. Yeah, we've got uh, USDA's uh, Ag Outlook Forum coming up at the end of the month, and then the all-important uh, planting intentions report in March. Yeah, that's the next big report on March 31st. Uh, the Outlook numbers, that's uh, you know just kind of some economists throwing numbers on the wall, see if they stick, but everybody kind of takes a look at those for kind of a benchmark. And we'll have to see what, uh, again, what the plantings reports bring in the March. And next thing you know, we'll be talking about uh, planting weather here as we get into March, too, in, in, the, in the Delta and the, s- the southern areas. Looks like the livestock market kind of traded both sides here today, too. It did. Uh, cash looks like it could be a, a little firmer. There was some 159, 160 trade yesterday. Offers are 160 to 162 on the cash, live cattle, which should be up a buck or two. So cash market looks like it's going to stay firm. Feeders, uh, you know, a little bit a little bit sloppy here, down 75 in those March feeders today. And the hogs, which have been beat up pretty bad, were uh, up 80 cents a day in those April hogs. And every time we start seeing these little bit of uh, up days in the hog markets, everybody starts talking about, have we seen a bottom there? We're waiting for that, but it's been a long time. Yeah, the chart still looks... Uh, they're oversold, but, uh, you know, we're still not super cheap in these hogs either. Anything else we need to be aware of we're talking about? Well, the energy complex, too, kind of drives the grain markets, and uh, we're seeing crude up a buck and a quarter a day. That might have, looks like it put a, a bottom in there on Monday and when energy was down hard, rebounded at the end of the day, and uh, we've been kind of firmer in the crude oil and heating oil and gasoline since then. And that gas is down again today that's uh, flirting with its old contract lows here. Brad Paulson, Northern Crops Marketing and Investments.